welcome to another edition of the Screen Nerds Podcast. My name's Michael Bergen, and thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode of The Northman, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Bjork, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, just got out of the theater and wanted to share some of my thoughts with you on the film. Now, the film is uh, the story of a young prince who sees his father king murdered by his uncle and who wants to avenge his death and rescue his mother Uh, as you see in the trailer uh, the mantra that he has is I will avenge you father I will save you mother I will kill you Fjornir and that's really the premise of the film is uh, this prince who seeks revenge on his uncle who killed his father and wants to redeem uh, or seek vengeance on him. And that's pretty much the premise of the film. Uh, But the story and the depth of which it tells is pretty intense. I I think if there's one word uh, that I have coming out of this film, it's uh, well, besides violent, because it's it's a very violent film, is it's intense. There, there's a lot of intensity. You see the rage in uh, the prince who's played by Alexander Skarsgård as an adult. Uh, you see the rage that he carries with him uh, because, in, in a sense, he's almost cursed uh, with this uh, promise that he made to his father before he was killed. Uh, that if anything should happen to him, uh, that he would avenge his death. And so you see that uh, through the course of the film, how uh, he escapes his uncle and and doesn't get killed uh, and comes back to uh, essentially wreak vengeance. Uh, And uh, he ends up... uh, getting into a situation that he never expected, uh, developing feelings for in a relationship with a uh, captured slave uh, who's played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, and, uh, and along the way, you see uh, both kind of the flights of fancy and the, uh, the kind of wild and crazy, but you also see uh, the kind of the undertoes of just regular life, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, I really enjoyed the film. I, I'm not one that is a fan of Robert Eggers, the director's films. Uh, his first two films, I had really no desire to ever see either one of them. Uh, but this one, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, I must go see this film. Uh, because just the story and the uh, everything with it just felt like it's a film I should see. Uh, and I wasn't disappointed in that. Uh, like I said, it is it is very violent and it is intense. Uh, and there were some scenes where I, it, uh, it, it kind of uh, was a little, little squeamish. Uh, but I think the story underneath it, I, I think, really kind of carries the film. This idea of, uh, you know, what is one's fate? What is one's destiny? Can someone uh, cut the thread of fate uh, as, as 
as uh, Alexander Skarsgård character says at one point, uh, or is he doomed in a sense to live out his fate? Uh, That's kind of the way the story goes, and uh, I thought it was very well told, uh, the story. Uh, I I thought that the performances were really great. Uh, Obviously, I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, Nicole Kidman because she's... Uh, I like to say Nashville's own Nicole Kidman and uh, most times uh, you know if you hire her uh, she's going to give you a A plus performance and she does that here as the queen as the mother uh, to Alexander Skarsgård's character Uh, she knocks it out of the park as always and Alexander Skarsgård really carries the bulk of the film Um, the I would say three-fourths of the film, he's pretty much in it. Uh, there's not really much uh, when he's not in some part of the film. Uh, and uh, I thought that he really kind of had that visceral, rage, violent uh, nature to him. But also at the same time, he he had uh, character to him. So he's not just an animal, although at times he does act like an animal, uh, but there is a humanity there as well, uh, and he kind of, I don't want to say he's almost, uh, stereotyped in this, uh, man-animal kind of role, but having played, uh, Tarzan, uh, in the, the Tarzan movie of a couple years ago with Samuel L. Jackson, but he kind of fits into that mold pretty well, uh, for, for someone, uh, of his acting ability, and he's a good, he's a good actor, uh, on top of the action sequences that he does, uh, but he, he was almost, like, tailor-made for this role, uh, and Anya Taylor-Joy, I thought this was her, uh, best performance that I've seen her in, and, and she's done some really good performances, but I just feel like as, as the, uh, it's hard to describe her character. She, she's a slave, but yet she's kind of a, a witch or something. I, it's, but whenever she's on screen, she's very captivating and very, um, mesmerizing. And I think that's kind of, uh, probably what Robert Eggers was going for in the film is kind of that, really striking appearance. I mean, even one of the characters in the film describes her as looking like a Valkyrie. And I think that, uh, is what kind of entails of that. Uh, Willem Dafoe is, is Willem Dafoe. You know, whenever he is on screen, he steals the show and he is that here, even though he's, uh, is a minor character, uh, his, his performance, I think, really kind of brings a lot to uh, the film and kind of gives a lot of uh, gravitas to it. And the same as Ethan Hawke, who plays uh, the king, who plays uh, uh, the father. Uh, he's not in the film for very long, but, but his, uh, his performance leads you to understand why Alexander Skarsgård's character does what he does. Uh, and uh, and even Bjork, the uh, the singer, uh, her brief, uh, almost a cameo, uh, it really is striking and helps to bring about uh, 
the performance of uh, t- the telling the narrative uh, and really helping the narrative have more depth to it. Uh, this film is just, it's, like I said, it's intense. It reminds me of a mix between Gladiator, uh, Hamlet, uh, Norse mythology, uh, and even a little bit of uh, episode three of Star Wars uh, with the final fight sequence uh, in, in amongst the volcanoes. It reminded me a little bit of uh, that final battle on Mustafar with Obi-Wan and Anakin. It just, it, it's a mix of a lot of things, uh, but it's kind of its own story. And, I, you know, I'm always one that appreciates a, a, a quote-unquote original story, something that's not a remake or a reboot. And though this is a story that's probably been told a lot of different ways and a lot of different times, uh, it's fresh here, and I feel like that that definitely definitely gives it some merit and some credit uh, for for what it's doing uh, with the story. And um, I would definitely recommend seeing it. Uh, just know that you're going to see a lot of violence. Um, there's a lot of blood um, at times. There's very much that visceralness uh, to it, so be prepared for that. Um, if you're if you're someone who loved the movie Gladiator, if you love uh, films of that Nordic Norse uh, mythology, uh, if you're someone who enjoys that kind of uh, Shakespearean drama. Uh, I, I feel like that that's kind of what this film is too. It's kind of a uh, R-rated Nordic uh, <laughs> Shakespeare film in some ways. But um, I saw it in a Dolby Cinema theater, and the um, the cinematography was tremendously beautiful. Uh, the way they I I don't know if they shot in Iceland, but that's kind of where uh, the, especially the second half of the film is set in Iceland. I don't know if they shot there, but if they did, they really captured it beautifully. Um, I thought the music, the orchestral uh, set uh, that was woven in through the film was very well done. Uh, the the sound, the audio quality was really good. I think there was only one complaint I would have had is there were times that you couldn't understand necessarily the dialogue it reminded me of dune in some ways how uh and i saw dune in a dolby cinema theater as well and i don't know if it's just the mix in in a dolby cinema theater that uh some of those films uh it it lends itself to not having uh the best quality of uh, dialogue at times uh but that's really just a minor complaint uh I, i think overall I would say if you get an opportunity to see it in the theater and see it in a Dolby Cinema or you know, type theater, uh, because I think just the picture and everything that goes along with it is definitely worth that if you get the opportunity to see it. Uh, so that's my thoughts on The Northman. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this film or any film that you've been checking out of late. Uh, you can always let me know your thoughts anytime by email. 
ScreenNerdsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can always follow me on Twitter at ScreenNerdsPod. Uh, always over there, and you can always uh, engage and, and have conversation there as well. Uh, and if you get an opportunity, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Amazon, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. If you get an opportunity, please rate and review and subscribe. It helps get the word out and let others know what we're doing here at the Screen Nerds Podcast. So again, thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode of The Northman. My name is Michael Burgett, and we will catch you on the next episode.